Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, good morning, Michiganders. It is Tuesday, January 15, 2019, and this is Tuesday with Tom, Michigan's only weekly internet show where we answer your questions about estate planning and estate settlement in Michigan. I'm your host, Tom Doyle, estate planning attorney, lifelong Michigan resident, and ambassador for all things good in this great state of Michigan. Welcome, welcome, Welcome to today's program. In last week's show, the topic was to get remarried or not to get remarried, what seniors should know who are thinking about getting remarried. And I discussed three important issues that every senior should consider, and quite frankly, even younger people, but primarily it was focused towards seniors, should consider before getting remarried. So if that's something that you're thinking about, I would encourage you to listen to last week's program. The topic for today, how to protect your assets from creditors with a Michigan Domestic Asset Protection Trust. But please remember that what I'm about to discuss during the program is, as always, for educational purposes only, It is not intended to be legal advice. You need to work with your attorney to determine what is appropriate for you and your estate plan. And of course, so before we get started on today's topic, just a reminder that Amanda and I would be honored to have the opportunity to help you protect your loved ones by putting together your estate plan, perhaps amending a current plan or assisting you in settling an estate. And just a side note, during the month of January, uh, if you set an appointment with us before month's end, we will waive the initial $325 consultation fee. So if you're interested, give the office a call today, 517-323-7366. That's 517-323-7366. And we'll set you up with a time to personally meet with us in Lansing, or if Lansing's not convenient for you, we'll start with a telephone call. We can likely help you wherever you happen to be throughout this great state of Michigan. We have clients located uh, throughout the entire state of Michigan. And of course, as always, if it's going to be initial estate planning consultation, 
We'll be sure to get you a copy of our free, recently updated estate planning guidebook. Although, if you want to get a head start on that, head on over to doylelawpc.com where you can download a copy. Alternatively, we have our Express Estate Plan service where you could meet with one of the many financial professionals who is located throughout the state of Michigan who are authorized or who is authorized by our office to help facilitate your estate plan with our exclusive Express Estate Plan service. If that's of interest to you, visit expressestateplans.com where you will find more information about the service and have the ability to locate an authorized facilitator near you. Let's get to today's topic, how to protect your assets from creditors with a Michigan Domestic Asset Protection Trust. Now, some of you have particular reasons where you're concerned about protecting assets from creditors. Perhaps you're in the medical field or you operate a business or whatever it happens to be or you've got some significant wealth that you've accumulated And you are concerned about if you were to be sued by somebody, how do you best protect those assets that you have built and developed from your creditors? Well, some assets, as you might likely know from previous topics in in this program, are already going to be protected from creditors. For example, under federal law, money that you have or assets that you have in a federal pension type plan, a 401k, a 403b, etc., are protected from creditors. Also, money that you would have in your IRA in the state of Michigan is going to be protected from creditors with some limitations, and that currently is up to a $1.2 million limit on the amount of IRA money that's going to be protected from a creditor in the state of Michigan. Life insurance proceeds, life insurance proceeds that are payable to a spouse, your children, or a trust that's for their benefit are exempt from claims of the insured's creditor. So if you've got life insurance money out there and you die, that money that's payable to your spouse, children, or in a trust for their benefit is going to be exempt from your creditor's. And then there's the idea of tenancy by the entirety. That's where spouses jointly own certain types of assets in the state of Michigan, and those assets are then protected from claims that would be brought against one of the spouse. Michigan real estate as a perfect example. Spouses who own Michigan real estate as tenants by the entirety If someone has a lawsuit against one of the spouses, they cannot collect it against that Michigan real estate. Same thing applies for promissory notes. Spouses can own promissory notes in the state of Michigan by the entireties. Spouses can, in fact, own interest in Michigan LLCs as well by the entirety. So if you own something by the entireties from your spouse, there's protection from your creditors, not joint creditors against both spouses, 
but creditors of an individual spouse. But perhaps you have more than that. Perhaps you have, maybe you don't have a spouse, so you don't have the opportunity to have that protection. Or you have other interests, you have other investments, you have other assets, uh, you have other business interests, whatever it happens to be where you don't have or can't readily fit into one of these other protections. Well, Michigan, over the last year or so, adopted recent legislation or new legislation, which establishes Michigan's Qualified Disposition and Trust Act. That's what it's called. And we generally refer to it as a domestic asset protection trust. But what is it? It's going to be a trust, similar to any other trust that, you, that I've talked about during the program. But there are certain requirements relative to this trust. And the first and foremost to remember is that it is irrevocable. What does that mean? It means once you create it, once you put it in place, you can't change it later on. So keep in mind that this is going to be a revocable, irrevocable, I'm sorry, an irrevocable trust. Let me make that clear again. It is an irrevocable trust, one that you cannot change at a later point in time. Now, It used to be, prior to the statute, the use of an irrevocable trust was very problematic for many clients when we would talk to them about asset protection because of things that they could no longer do. They couldn't be in charge of it. They couldn't get any benefit from it. They couldn't control it. Well, under Michigan's Qualified Disposition and Trust Act, this trust that's created has certain advantages that now make it more palatable, if you will, for a number of some clients. What are they? Well, first, one, you have to have what the statute refers to as a qualified trustee. Again, you cannot be the trustee. You're not going to be a qualified trustee. It's going to have to be either an individual who's going to be qualified as a trustee or it's going to be a non-individual who meets certain requirements in order to be considered qualified. An individual to be qualified has to be a residence and their usual place of business where records are going to be kept have to be in Michigan. If it's not an individual, then the trustee has to be authorized under Michigan law to act as a trustee, and their activities must be subject to supervision by the Department of Insurance and Financial Services, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the Comptroller of the Currency, or the Office of Thrift Supervision. So there's certain oversight that has to be in place relative to a non-individual who's going to serve as trustee. And that qualified trustee has to, again, conduct some of the trust activity in Michigan. What does that mean? Basically, that means that they have to maintain or arrange for custody in Michigan of some or all of the property that's going to be subject to this irrevocable trust. Again, number one, you have to have a 
qualified trustee, and that is not going to be you. It could be a spouse. It could be a child, for that matter, that might otherwise, as long as they meet all the requirements, satisfy the requirements as a qualified trustee. Next, the trust has to have what we call a spendthrift clause, which is a pretty normal clause in most trusts anyhow, but the idea of a spendthrift clause is it essentially says, look, a beneficiary that is going to receive proceeds from the trust, it's not theirs until it's distributed to them. That means a beneficiary can't promise to transfer assets that they might receive from a trust before they actually receive them. What makes this trust much different than what we had available before, though, is that now the grantor, that's the person who creates a trust, can receive financial benefit from the trust in a few respects. One, the grantor can have the power to direct investment decisions of the trust. So you can have the power to direct decisions relative to investments by the trustee. The grantor can have the power to veto a distribution from the trust. A grantor can also have what we call a special power of appointment. That essentially means at the time uh, at their death that under perhaps a will or some other trust, they can direct perhaps where assets might go at the time of death. The grantor can have actual receipt of income from the trust, which is not what we were able to do before. That was a problem before this this statute came into place, but now a grantor can actually receive income from the trust. And that could be income that's generated by the trust or income that's retained inside the trust. And the grantor can have actual receipt or use of principle of the trust if it's a result of the trustee acting either under a discretionary trust provision or a support provision. So if there's a provision in the trust that gives the trustee discretion to distribute or use principle for the benefit of the grantor, again, it's discretionary by the trustee, it's not required, then that is an additional benefit to the grantor. Additionally, the grantor can have actual receipt of income or principal to pay any income taxes due on the income of the trust. Grantor also retains the right to remove or replace a trustee. So a number of benefits that we now have available that we did not have available before that makes consideration of a Michigan Domestic Asset Protection Trust something that more and more clients are going to think about because they can receive benefit 
from the trust during lifetime as long as it meets the other requirements relative to what the statute sets forth. Now, what the grantor cannot do and what they refer to as related persons, which we could get into an entire discussion under IRS, what is a related person, but the grantor and related persons cannot have the power to consent approve or veto investment decisions. However, they may still direct investment decisions. And the grantor and related persons cannot hold the power to direct consent or approve distribution decisions, but may veto decisions. So think about that. You can't have the authority to tell a trustee what distributions to make or approve those distributions, but you can have the authority to veto those decisions. As long as you meet all of the requirements of the statute, then the assets that you have placed into this domestic asset protection trust will be protected from claims of your creditors. In some situations, these trusts can even be used, if you're thinking about marriage, to protect yourself from claims of future spouses, although one of the requirements in that case is that the trust has to be funded at least 30 days before your marriage. Now, in addition to creating the trust, there is an an important requirement, and that is when you transfer assets into this new trust, you're going to have to execute what's called a qualified affidavit in conjunction with the transfer. Again, creating the trust, making sure that it fulfills all the requirements set forth by the statute, and executing qualified affidavit in conjunction with your transfers. And if you do all of that and you do it properly, now you have a mechanism to protect your assets from creditors. One more, if you will, arrow in your quiver, if you will, to protect assets. It might be having money in your pension, having your IRA, having tenancy by the entireties, and now it's one more option that you have in order to protect assets from creditors. Of course, if you have any questions about creating a domestic asset protection trust, please, Amanda and I would be happy to have a conversation with you about that and to assist you in creating one. Well, that's it for today's show. As always, if you have a comment about our program, a topic that you'd like to have me discuss, or perhaps questions that you'd like to have answered. And as I've noted in previous programs, many of the topics that we talk about during the different weeks are based upon questions that are submitted to us, or perhaps that might be conversations that we've had with clients about a particular topic. 
But if you do, send me an email, tom at tuesdaywithtom.com, or mail me a postcard, Tom Doyle, P.O. Box 16066, Lansing, Michigan, 48901. As always, too, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. That's Tuesday with Tom. Follow the office on Facebook and Twitter as well. That would be Doyle Law PC. And remember, remember, of course, that the Tuesday with Tom app is available in both the App Store and Google Play. And the program is available on iTunes in addition to being available through the Spreaker website and through the TuesdayWithTom.com site. Thanks again for spending some of your time with us today. And as always, I hope that you have an awesome day and an awesome week in Michigan. Tuesday with Tom has been brought to you by the estate planning attorneys at Doyle Law PC. To learn how we can help you with your estate plan or with settling a loved one's estate, please call us today at 517-323-7366. That's 517-323-7366.